Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Sidetracked. Okay, so on this week's episode, I have artist Elio. Her album is just so good. It's basically the only music I run to, actually, um, because running is hard. And Elio and I had a lovely conversation. We talked about how she drops out of college to pursue music, how music's going for her now, um how she ended up working with charlie xcx um and we also talked about like ageism in pop and all that stuff it was a fantastic conversation i want to thank elio for being on i hope you enjoy this episode and way more episodes to come oh by the way there's now the episodes are gonna be on youtube because Catherine, my roommate would not stop complaining about how there was no visual medium to the episodes. And I said, you know what, Catherine, I got you. So now, all the episodes going forward, except for a few that I already recorded, are going to be on YouTube. So then you could watch them, like, while you clean your room. Like, how cute is that? It's like we're all hanging out together. Okay, I hope you enjoy this episode. Bye. Here we go. Okay. Um, my name is Elio. Uh, I am a kind of singer songwriter, I guess. Um, but I make pop music um, that kind of leans into different genres. Um, yeah, I started releasing music in 2020, just when lockdown started. Yeah, I've done two EPs since. Um, it's been really fun. I've never played a live show. Um, <laughs> Whoa. and yeah just been spending the year writing writing pop music and releasing it it's been it's been really fun so before 2020 before you released anything were you why were you holding off because you had been writing for a really long time I mean I really wanted to have um like my team together and stuff before I I started releasing and like that was really important to me um just so I didn't like fuck anything up yeah um let's go back 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 where are you from (laughs) i know where you're from Uh, people don't know where you're from so i was born in the uk so i was born in wales um and then my family moved to canada moved to toronto when i was um like seven or eight and uh yeah been been here ever since What's your opinion on the music scene in Toronto? It's good. I mean, like, there's so many talented artists, um, especially within the last few years that have come up from Toronto um, or Canada or, like, you know, generally yeah. just around. The community of people that, like, I know I have here um, is is really nice. Do you love it there? Yeah. I, I mean, the winter just finished, so now I'm starting to, like, appreciate it a little more. Yeah. During, like... During, like, October to March, I'm kind of, like, hate, <laughs> I hate this weather. But there's, there's honestly, there's not much better than, than like, Canada in the summer. There's so much to do, and, and yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Are you, like, still not used to the cold, even from living there? Like, is it still shocking? Because that's how New Yorkers act. Every winter is, like, the first, and, like, we don't deserve this, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like it's always exciting when it comes like kind of November, December, and you're like, oh, it's so Christmassy. I'm so happy yeah. I live here. 
And then like January rolls around and you're like, all right, cut the bullshit. You are really one of the few people that like popped off in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like it's the it's the first year that I started releasing music. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad despite the circumstances. Yeah. Um, you know, that it, that it happened. Um, it's a super weird feeling because I like obviously haven't left my house really that much. Right. Um, but my career has grown like exponentially yeah um so yeah it's definitely it's it's a weird feeling I saw that you were in a band in high school um mm-hmm. <laughs> she said <laughs> was- <laughs> um, the um so sorry cats out of the bag you were in a band in high school um when were you like were you like into being in a band or were you like but I want to be a solo artist like I want to be a pop star you know uh-huh I think for the majority of it I was very into being in a band um all the artists I listened to were like Radiohead and yeah I mean Tim and Paul is a solo artist but he obviously has his band and um yeah no I was I was I thought it was I thought it was sick yeah um <laughs> and then I uh I kind of started listening to more pop music um once I graduated um and started university and stuff and yeah I just like wasn't writing I mean I wasn't writing the music that the other guys in the band really wanted to play and um that's like not really fair to them um but yeah I just like you know shit grows people grow and uh yeah I really just wanted to write pop songs yeah so what did you, when you went to college, what did you go to college for? I went for art history. Oh, why? Um, I really liked, so I started off with like art and art history. So it was uh, painting and sculpture and stuff. Um, and then also uh, like Renaissance art history. I just, I've always liked it. Um, art, art and English are pretty much the only two classes in high school that I like liked or did well in yeah um so yeah I mean I enjoyed it it was it was fun I just don't think I could have done it for the rest of my life how were your parents or guardians like when you were like "Mm, I'm gonna definitely get a job out of college to be a pop star hope you're cool with that like what did they they fucking hated it they hated it (laughs) yeah that's the answer I'm looking for because everyone's like yeah, my pa- I mean, I've interviewed a bunch of people who have dropped out of college, and they're like, yeah, my parents were really chill. And I'm like, uh-huh. where are they? <laughs> I mean, they definitely, I think they definitely understood to an extent. I think they were more worried for the fact that I literally just told them I wanted to make pop music yeah. and be a pop artist instead of having, like, a real job. And honestly, they were, I mean, I get it. Like, they were, they were, like, a little um like confused and like skeptical I think until probably this year like (laughs) um so yeah no they were definitely they were definitely nervous especially my mom really yeah but I mean like I think I I would be too I think anybody would be if you're if your kid who knows nothing about the music industry just sat you down and said yeah I'm, I'm dropping out and also I'm dropping out to do music. <laughs> yeah. What gave you the courage to drop out? I don't know. I mean, like, I finished my third year. Okay. I think it was my third. Yeah, my third year. 
Damn, um, close. I like, know. Close. <laughs> I just like the the place that me and my my roommate, who was also going to school where I was, was like getting renewed, and she was like, "Are you coming back? Like, do I do I need to find a new roommate?" And it was like this whole thing of like, "Do I really want to come back?" I think I just like had a moment of like, "Am I actually happy?" writing art history essays yeah and like I mean like at the time I was like what like 20 21 um and like unfortunately there's kind of a, a an age where you know you can start making pop music and and start um you know playing live shows and releasing music and and doing this whole thing and and like that age has an expiry date especially for women um and so I just thought like you know what by the time I graduate I'm gonna be you know 22 23 and then if I start then like you know nothing's probably gonna happen until I'm like 25 26 and at that point then what you have like four more years of making music and that's it I mean it's very much a thing also just specifically in pop like I feel like with Indian alternative like Arcade Fire no one knows how fucking old they are but they will still sell out fours and like same with St. Vincent you know Mm -hmm. um yeah but with pop specifically, it's like, I think more industry standard rather than people standard is like, mm-hmm. well, why are we going to take a gamble on you? What have you been doing this whole time? Which okay. is terrifying because it's like, <laughs> what have I been doing this whole time? I've been living my life, so I have something to fucking write about. I think there's also like a a fear of, of being relevant, you know, like how, I mean, in terms of pop music, like I feel like the main demographic is probably teenage girls or, or young girls um and so I think like when you're I mean these days you can you can release anything and if people like it people will listen to it if they don't they don't yeah. um and I think that's that's really amazing but I think for the most part in terms of like like historically speaking you know like if you're a 30 year old woman chances are you don't know what a 15 year old girl is is really going through or or anything that's relevant to them you know like I'm I'm 23 and I like go on TikTok and like I know what's happening I'm like Gen Z technically I'm Gen Z but like do I do I know the mind of a 15 year old girl absolutely not but I also think relevancy is a scary topic because what does it mean to be like irrelevant when there's so much music, like, are you really irrelevant? Or are you targeting yourself to the wrong demographic? Totally. Like, you're relevant to someone. Totally. I mean, may, I mean, we're speaking in mainstream terms, so it's, like, it's different. Like, yeah, that relevancy is really important. But I think music right now is super inspiring. It feels like so. there's room for everyone. Yeah, and it's definitely changing, and, like, it's not so much, like, people getting picked to be pushed to radio, you know, like radio is pretty much made up of songs that pop off on TikTok and Spotify. Yeah. And like, I think that's amazing. I think it's great that you can literally put out songs from your bedroom and they can go viral and you can end up on the radio. I think it's so sick. Um, And it really, it really allows like a more diverse and, and I think even like stronger um, like set of what music is because you look at top 40 and it's so many different genres now like yeah. it's not just 
it may be like pop music in a sense, but it's so all over the place um, in terms of like what it sounds like. Yeah. And in general, it's like weirdly much easier to get famous. Also, the word famous is like, it's like, what does that mean? Like, like in 1985, it was like, if you're not on the radio, like, good luck, buddy. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no other way to really get, get found besides radio and live shows. And now it's like, well, someone could have 90 K streams with no editorial help because they Mm -hmm. have developed their own live fan base or like TikTok famous. Like it's weirdly so much easier to get famous, but there are few people who are like famous, famous. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, I mean, like there's definitely still household names, but like you can literally be, you know, like, like if you think about like love, who I think probably has like what like 20 million monthly listeners on Spotify you go walk in any house on my street and go hey do you know who Love is and they'd probably say no yeah but (laughs) you know like he's he's not a household name but he is so successful and famous how did you just start pitching yourself like grab Um, yeah I'm gonna be a pop star (laughs) I think I just, I mean, I worked a little bit. So I worked part-time for a little bit, just kind of saving up money to like travel and and go to LA and go to the UK and stuff um, to meet people. Um, And yeah, when I was going, so my first trip was to the UK. And when I was heading there, I, I basically just emailed a bunch of people that I really looked up to in the music industry like I would look at artists and then I would literally google search who their managers were and like find their emails and email like a hundred people a day (laughs) and like two people would reply yeah yeah I mean it worked for me I just made like I had my demos and I made like a little soundcloud like private playlist of of the songs that I think I wanted for EP um and yeah just asked if I could like meet them when I was when I was going out and yeah I mean it worked I think it definitely wasn't like a a overnight like I met my managers on the first trip kind of thing like I I went to the UK and kind of met a couple people and went to LA it was definitely like I met this person who knew this person who knew this person yeah um how did you meet Charlie uh, so Charlie is part of my management team. So my my two other managers, Twiggy and Sam. I met Twiggy in July of 2019, um, and then Charlie came, and she actually no, I was I was in New York in September, and I met Charlie. She was doing press for her uh, record at the time, Charlie. Um, and uh, yeah, we basically just talked. We we didn't even. I didn't sign anything until the January, like January, 2020. Mm. Um, So it was just a while of just kind of getting to know each other and making sure we had like the same expectations and and all of that stuff, um, which I think is really important. And yeah, she came to Toronto, she played a show um, and then we went out for drinks and stuff. She met a couple of my friends um, and yeah. That's that's it. The rest is history. Yeah. How was that? That seems like a big jump. 
to be like co-managed by Charlie, especially in the pop okay. world. I mean, she's pop royalty. Like she's fucking changed. Absolutely. Um, how was that for you? Were you like thing? Good thing I dropped out of school. Like this is so exciting. Or were you just like trying to breathe the whole time and take it in later? I think. I was definitely very excited and when I met her in New York I was like shitting myself um but I think a really important part especially in the music industry is not taking things too um um just like kind of setting an expectation of how it's gonna go and and I think like at the time I was like oh my god I can't believe I'm even like you know meeting Charlie and like she likes my music like that that alone is just so so crazy to me so I think like beyond that I was just you know not really trying to not get my hopes up and and all that stuff because it's it's such a roller coaster like it's yeah. every every week they're gonna be something and then it just it, it goes all over the place so I think just maintaining that level of um you know consistent expectations is, is yeah. really important I think that's a really good frame of mind you know because people get really excited over everything and like even for people you know you hear about deals and stuff like that just not working out for people because it's not their time and something else is coming you know and and Mm -hmm. like it's very important to remember that everything's temporary I don't really celebrate anything until it's like signed in front of me and happening or or released into the world or anything like I don't it's all really amazing and like I can obviously appreciate it but um yeah I don't really like I try not to freak out and and put my whole energy into something unless it's like a a sure thing yeah wait can I guess your sign yeah I I'm getting a lot of Taurus energy but it might be because you remind me of my sister so that's why Um, (laughs) my sister's also your age um either Taurus a Virgo But also, there's such, like, Gemini energy. All wrong. I'm a Virgo. That's so weird. My mom's a Gemini. I'm a Virgo. My mom's a Gemini and my dad's a Pisces. Um, I got the Virgo energy because you're very, like, collected and trying to be a realist while working hard. I'm I'm probably, like, textbook Virgo. How did this, uh, the remix, well, the remix with Charlie, like, homies, so of course that came about like um but had the remix with adam come out which i love adam i've interviewed him before and it was like so lovely what a lovely human he's honestly i someone needs to get that boy like a talk show Absolutely. he is so he needs to be like the next jimmy fallon or something <laughs> yeah he is he's such a good conversationalist it's yeah. unbelievable I met Adam the first trip that I, I went to in LA. Uh, my friend Andy uh, knew him and then knew the guy that was opening for him. Um, and yeah, we, we went to his show in LA and we met him afterwards. And this is before I had any music out. It was like a whole year before that. Um, and yeah, we met and he was so nice. He was like the nicest person ever because at that point I was like, a complete stranger who didn't even have music out in the world he was he was really cool and I got super addicted to his his music he has such a sound when I thought about um 
who should do the remix for that song, I like pretty much instantly thought about Adam. I knew he would kill it. So it wasn't even, yeah, it it wasn't even a question. And and, uh, yeah, we asked him and thankfully he said yes. Um, Which I honestly didn't, there's been so many moments with this remix EP where I'm like, he said yes. Really? Um. So yeah, that's that's how it kind of happened. We've only we've only seen each other the one time in person, which is really crazy. Um, wow. So how was it? Do were you just like, here is my song, or were you like doing it together a little bit? The remixes, I've just basically given them the stems of the song and said like, go go make it your own. This is not my oh, song anymore. Okay. Yeah, I think it's really sick because like obviously if I'm asking them, I I love their music. So I feel like I don't really need to guide anything that they're doing, Um, which is, it's, yeah, it's really nice. And it's really cool to get your own song that you've written back and have it like sound completely different. So with the second EP, how I love it because one, it's good. Two, it's objectively (laughs) really good songwriting. And three, it's quite concise, I think. I don't know if you feel that because it's your life. So it's like, no, it's just me. Um, but like okay. to me, it's like, I feel like I understood where you were coming from in every song. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to like really describe the world that you wrote that EP in, like what would it be? Um, I think for that EP, it was kind of, I don't know. I think within the last like two years, I've done like the most growing that I've probably ever done in my life. Um, and in every sense, like in my personal life, my mental health and my career, like the whole thing just kind of um, grew. And so, yeah, I think when I was writing that, like um, I was kind of just in a headspace of learning to be a better person and to um you know kind of work on my career and and my relationships and and how it all works together because like I'm kind of in like this job where like my career is so entwined with my personal life like there's there's almost no line um and so being able to kind of have like that healthy relationship um, is really hard. So I feel like, yeah, the Holy P kind of has like, um, just, just the last couple of years of, of, yeah, just trying to do better and grow and anything that I think 20 something people go through, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I think your situation is a little more unique than most 20 somethings, you know? Right. But I think, I think like most, most people who are like, in their 20s are are working so hard because that's that's when you really like have to put in your hustle whether it's like a nine to five job or or being an artist and so you're also starting you know like possible like relationships that are going to last you your whole life and and so I think like no matter I mean my situation is obviously a little weird but um I think no matter what like there's there's definitely still like a, a spectrum of, of people learning and growing and, and trying to work everything together. What's your favorite song on that EP? Maybe 
in real life or when you saw love I don't know with Charger like shooting the music video and finishing the song and and all of that it got to a point where I was like if I hear the song one more time but then like you stop listening to it and you listen to it like five months down the line and you're like oh wait banger now just because of the Adam remix in real life is um is in my favorites for sure so good it's so good like the melody is just it's like perfect pop like it is just so good you could really tell i'm just gonna boast about you right now um you can really (laughs) tell when you listen to your music that you're you've been taking fucking notes (laughs) Um, there's so much like historical knowledge in your music when i listen to it i'm like okay She's taking notes from all the great pop music. And also, <laughs> like, I think it, like, help, helps that you are older. Because when you were in high school, and I know this because my sister's your age, when you were in high school, pop music was so good. There were so many good teen movies as well, which made totally. pop music really good. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'm just off the top of my head, I'm thinking, like, The Bling Ring, Palo Alto all great soundtracks fantastic teen movies um yeah and like we don't really have teen we don't watch as many teen movies you know yeah i mean for sure i I definitely i'm i'm glad you see that yeah (laughs) let's talk about your artist name and how you picked elio i know it's from call me by your name um which is my favorite movies and books um how did you make the jump to do that though? So I went on like this summer trip in 2017. Um, and it was like a school, a school thing with my university um, where you like studied abroad for, it was like two months I was there. And I went to Siena in Italy and we kind of traveled around. So we went to Florence and, and Venice and Mantua and stuff like that. Um, and I got back and yeah it was like I think it was maybe just before the Oscars or something or maybe like me and my roommate I think we're trying to watch all the like Oscar nominated films um which I'm pretty sure I just did the one and then I didn't do the rest because this is me um (laughs) and uh yeah it was like right when I was like this is like my third year of university so this is when I was like spending most of my time just writing songs and not really focusing on school um and I was like thinking about like what I should call my artist project and the band that I had in high school I had a super fucking complicated name um so I wanted something like simple what was the name (laughs) it was (laughs) um it was gray water with two backslashes in the middle mm-hmm. so like in, in the middle of, of gray and water it had two oh, backslashes which is just just so like why would I do that to myself um it's, yeah it's so like, I think like you wore like like were you guys super into like triangles too like that was a whole thing like <laughs> everyone just wore triangles and everything like this yeah, last, like the neighborhood and stuff like that. So, yep, yep, exactly. Um, hey, your Tumblr page and, was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I'm sure, I'm sure. No doubt. 
yeah so when I was like going to pick a name for this I just I think I, I wanted it to be something that was like four letters simple looked good on okay. everything um and yeah I mean like I'm like only like low-key in love with Timothy Chalamet so I felt like it was um it's only low-key but you did native. say it on a podcast in case he heard it <laughs> you do no never I never no, I, I threw in the low-key just in case he hears it. Because, like, honestly, my worst nightmare is meeting yes. Timothy Chalamet and, and being like... Wait, that's such a good quote out of context. Honestly, my worst nightmare is meeting Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> He's going to misquote me now. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's also my worst nightmare. Kidding. I, I just don't know what I would do. Well, it's just like, how do you explain to someone who is like quite clearly has every, everybody's heart Mm -hmm. from the ages of like 15 to like 55. Yeah. Um, And like, you've taken a name from their most iconic movie and you've based your entire career around that name. It's just (laughs) the explaining I would have to do is monumental. And I just, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, I feel like you would just say a lot of like words that like wouldn't form a real sentence. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sure, I'm sure you're gonna meet him. Like, I'm sure, <laughs> like, because you put it out in the universe, like, you are gonna definitely meet him and have to explain it. Um, Absolutely. Or you could just lie. That's always a good option and just be like, yeah, it's my name. It was my name first. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. But that's when you get like, you know, like that's when you like actually like become friends with Timothy Chalamet and he keeps calling you Elio. Um, and he, one day he finds out that my name is actually Charlotte and it's just, then you get caught up in a hole. Yeah. This is, this really, is really anxious thinking we've got going on here. You really started spiraling as a team. <laughs> he will get so upset. <laughs> Um, and that's when you ruin a potential love of your life and, and then you're gonna end up alone are do your friends call you elio or is it just an artist project name i also kind of like the the degree of separation that like having a, a separate name to your personal life kind of brings yeah um it's kind of like i was watching an interview with ariana grande the other day and she was talking about how like it's really nice that like she can go home and like her hair, like the the long ponytail and stuff like that that she has, like isn't her real hair. Obviously, her hair is like short and curly and stuff. And and she was saying it's it's literally like a uniform. Like I can go home and I can like take my hair out, um, and that is just like you know that's my job. And and I come home and I get to like not not deal with that. Um, so I think. Yeah, I, I kind of like having it a little bit separate and and um, kind of, it's it's like a character, but it's also not because all my music is so personal anyway. Yeah. Like it's, but yeah, the um, <laughs> the facade is, is, is kind of nice. Yeah, it'll definitely also be more of a facade like when you're on stage. Totally. You know, when, when you developed develop like a stage style and it's like that's Elio and then you are a different person later you know totally um I think it's also like really interesting like Halsey is obviously 
her real name is Ashley and I think like she really does an amazing job of playing like the two characters almost um and like it it really is like sometimes it can feel like two different people um so yeah no I I think I like it (laughs) yeah no I love it too is there anything else you want to talk about I think we covered a lot yeah no I think you've got my whole life story there so (laughs) okay all right well this has been so fun thank you so yeah it was really good